All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. We're back after the midweek market holiday. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint. Today is the 3rd of October. Former independent directors of crisis-ridden ILNFS have written to new chairman Uday Kotak, extending their complete support in the revival of the entity. Things have moved quickly this week, with the government getting a go-ahead from the NCLT to supersede the board of the company. The government on Monday said that having a new board was the necessary first step towards restoring the confidence of the financial market in the ILNFS group. Defaults by some of the group companies have triggered concerns of a liquidity crisis in the financial markets. J. Kumar Infra Projects on Monday sought to allay investors' concerns, saying that the forensic audit of its books ordered by the Securities and Exchange Board of India will not impact any existing or future projects. In other news, President Donald Trump criticized India for imposing what he called tremendously high tariffs on American products and said that New Delhi wanted to sign a trade deal with the US primarily to keep him happy. Trump's charges against the allegedly high Indian tariffs for the second time in a few days came during his White House news conference where he announced a new trade deal with Mexico and Canada. In international news, Fed Chairman Powell welcomed recent increases in Americans' wages while expressing confidence that low unemployment wouldn't spur a spike in prices that would force him to hike interest rates aggressively. In Indonesia, the debt toll from the Sulawesi earthquake and tsunami topped 1,200 as authorities scrambled to bring food and medicines to thousands displaced by the deadliest such disaster in more than a decade in that country. Top iron ore exporter Australia is anticipating that production of steel in China will peak in 2018 and then shrink next year as local demand drops. This, the Australian government expects, will add to headwinds for iron ore. President Donald Trump has shaken global faith in US leadership, according to an international survey, as confidence in him lags behind other major world leaders, including Russia's Vladimir Putin and China's Xi Jinping. The Pew Research Center found that 70% of more than 26,000 people surveyed across 25 countries this year said they lacked confidence in Trump, compared with 27% who said that they trusted the American president's handling of international affairs. Still, respondents in almost every country said it would be better for the US to remain as the top global power rather than China, which is seen rising. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended mixed, the S&P 500 closed flat, the Nasdaq lost about half a percent while the Dow ended higher by that same amount. Limited queues expected from Asia this morning, the Nikkei in Japan was trading with cuts of about half a percent last I checked. I'm now joined by Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning Darshan, looks like it's going to be a weak start for the Indian market. Good morning. As of now, the SGX Nifty is indicating a positive outlook of uh, 40 points. But remember, we were shut yesterday. The SGX Nifty was not. Yesterday, Asia bled in trade. The SGX Nifty was down 105 points yesterday. So net-net, we will have a gap down opening once we open in trade. But lots of stocks that we need to watch out for. Coal India came out with the September coal production numbers. So basically, they came in slightly weaker than what it was because rain, ham- rain had hampered the offtake growth in September. 
Minda Corporation Boards approves the merger of four domestic Indian wholly owned subsidiaries with itself. The company says that the rationale for this merger is to access better financial sources, create synergies among all the en- entities. Moil has revised the manganese ore prices with effect from 1st of October. Ferrograde, SMGR, chemical grade and fine price have been increased by close to almost 10%. Glenmark Pharma completes the sale of its orthopedic and pain management business in India and Nepal to private equity firm TrueNorth. And Emphasis Board has approved the share buyback at 13.50 per share. In terms of auto sales numbers, Hero Motor Corp sold 7.7 lakh units in, in September. The Bloomberg Quint estimate was 7.6 lakh units. Tata Motors domestic sales was at 64,598. The estimate that Bloomberg Quint had was 70,600 units. Aisha Motors sold in 71,662 units uh, versus the Bloomberg estimates of 74,500 units. And TVS Motors, the number is at 4.2 lakh units versus uh, the Bloomberg Quint estimate of 3.7 lakh units. Even the preliminary North America Class A truck orders are out by ACT. They have said that it's at 42,800 units, falling sequentially from the last month's number. In terms of bulk deals, you have Lakshmi Vilas Bank where Nomura sold in almost a 0.58% stake that they had in the company. And on the brokerage term, Investec has maintained a buy on VGAT and cut the target price to 240 from 255 They say that the impact of the Kerala flood will be limited to 30 to 40 crore revenue per loss. And CLSA has maintained a buy on Havels with an increased target price of 710. They believe that the smooth execution of key strategic changes are positive and they expect Lloyd margin to stabilize post all the near-term challenges. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast, but there's a lot more on the website like Darshan just mentioned. So do check it out. It's www.bloombergquint.com. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.